a good day of Shabbos Rabbi We have in the unbelievable parsha of Avram Avinu sending his faithful Eved Eliezer to find a wife for Yitzchak. And the Torah starts off, Vayomer Avraham El Avdo, Zokin Beso Hamoshel Bechol Asher Lo. Aram said to his servant, the elder of his house, the one who rules over everything. And Lechaira, these words, this whole long resume of Eliezer is redundant. We already learned all this in Parshish Lech Lecha. We know that Eliezer was Avram's faithful servant. He fought the battle against the four kings. Uh, when Avram makes his plea to Hashem that he should have children, he says that right now, um, my entire household is being run by my Eved Eliezer, and he's domestic Eliezer, he's Dolo Mashkeb, Torah Avram Avinu, he was teaching the Torah of Avram Avinu, he was the main person, we know that. So, why is there a need to repeat all that again right here? Perhaps the answer can be found in the end of the story when Eliezer is speaking with. Um, uh, Besul's family, and he says to them, Vayomer el Adoni, he re- is retelling the story, he says, I said to my master, to Avraham, Ulai lotele chaisha acharai. Maybe the woman is not going to go after me. And so Rashi there says the famous words, that since this word Ulai is written in a way that can be read, Eli, that we learn that Eliezer had a daughter that he was hoping would be married to Yitzchak, and therefore he said um, to me, to me, I hope uh, Yitzchak gets married to me, and Avram said, no, no, uh, he is um, blessed, and you're cursed, and that, that should have cannot happen. So, According to that, we can we can say that the Pasuk is coming to stress to us. Do you understand how great Eliezer was? You know who he was? This wasn't just a regular Evid who has the chutzpah to think that his master's only son is going to be married to him. Eliezer was Abraham's right-hand man. He was the one that ran the household for all these years. He was the one who stood to inherit Avraham prior to the birth of Yitzchak. He was the one that taught the Torah of Avraham. He was, he was the whole thing. He, he was the, you know, the face of Avraham to, to, to the rest of the world. That's a pretty uh, great position. He was so close with Avraham, in fact, that the Gemara tells us that in the next world where Avraham resides, and he lies to, uh, in embrace with Sarah, and outside of their um, of their heichel stands Eliezer, Eved Avram, still to this day. That that's how great Eliezer was. He was connected to Avram. He was the one. When it says Rashi brings to us in Parshas Lech Lecha, that when Avram went chasing after the four kings, he took with him three hundred eighteen men. So Rashi brings the three hundred eighteen is Gimatri Eliezer. There was there was Eliezer really who defeated all four of those kings. That's how great Eliezer was. So. Eliezer uh, had a serious havamina that maybe Avram would take his daughter for Yitzchak. So perhaps that's why the Pesach starts off with 
when Avram speaks to Eliezer, it tells us the greatness of Eliezer, to tell us how great he was, and therefore, Eliezer had a big Havamina, that maybe his daughter will be chosen to be the wife of Yitzhak. Nonetheless, that was not to be. The Mephoshim asked, uh, why the during the actual conversation itself between Avraham and Eliezer, is the word spelled out, Ulai with a Vav, not lacking that Vav, not leaving room for ambiguity, and it's written, Ulai, perhaps. Whereas, it's only when Eliezer retells the story to the family of Besul, uh, of what happened there, it's written, Chaser Vav, and it's written uh, in a way that could lend itself to being read as Eli, unto me. It means, uh, this is what I want. I want that she should not come. So, the Maral, the Hiskuni, both explain that even though the entire time this had been the case, but Eliezer now actually spoke it out explicitly to uh, to Besul and his family, so they should understand the greatness of Yitzchak, that Yitzchak is so great that Eliezer was, was yearning and, and wishing that uh, his own daughter could marry Yitzchak. Don't think this is some undesirable shidduch, don't, say that, don't think that this is you know, I'm trying to sell you a, a lemon. This is such a great shidduch that I, that I was wishing myself that you would say no so that I would be able to give my daughter away to him. And they have seen Eliezer. They see how impressive he is. He's described as a ish. The entire, from the moment he arrives over there with the ten camels and all the wealth, and he's a very impressive person. He's described the whole time as an ish as a very hush of a looking person. So he's saying, and my daughter, you understand Eliezer, Eliezer, the war hero, decorated, having defeated the four kings, well, known throughout the world as a, such a tremendous Gibor Chayil, and having taught Torah for so many years, he's got quite a reputation, and he's in charge of Avram's household. He, this is a very, very hush of a person. And he's saying, I wish, I, I wish that was my daughter. That if, if if you guys would say no, then I was I was wishing Avram would would agree to take my daughter. So that uh, that's that's uh, one explanation. Uh, another explanation is quite a uh, insight into human psyche. Is that it is written this way because really Eliezer didn't even realize at the time that he was saying the first time to Avram the language of Ulai, he didn't even realize that he was indicating he would like for it to fall through and be and and, and that his daughter should should be the one to be married to Yitzhak. And only after he was Moshe Nefesh and he traveled and he dove into Hashem that Hashem should help him find the right Shidduch for for Yitzhak and he's working so hard to help it, to, to have this should happen, then he finally has the insight into his own uh, psyche as to what he had been thinking when he said the word Ulai, and now he sees that really that Ulai was really an Eli. I wish this would be the case, and therefore he now says to, to the Besul's family, that's what I was thinking. Meaning it's like a... 
he only it, don't, it only dawns on him now. Other Mefarshim point out that really the, 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 this is uh, he's being frank with them uh, to show them, like we said, how much he loves Yitzhak, how much he respects Yitzhak, and how great Yitzhak is. That's those those two pirushim can even work together. The Vilnagon as well as the Ksava Kabbalah, both find this explanation still lacking, because at the end of the day, to build such a story on a Chasr Vav seems a little bit of an overkill. There are many places throughout Chumash that a word is written lacking a Vav. Why here would that be the case? Now, the truth is that the Maral does answer the question, so it's not really just built exclusively on the lacking of Vav. It's really built on that Eliezer shouldn't have asked the question at all. If Avram, the chosen one of, of Hashem, the one who has angels uh, accompanying him, he's sending angels of Eliezer. So if Avram tells him that this is what's going to happen, go there and do this, so there's no, no if, answer, buzz. You, don't, you don't have to ask. If he doesn't tell you uh, a condition, in the oath, so just take the oath and go, and uh, trust in the God of Abraham that you will be successful, that's what the moral says, but the Gon feels that no, that he needed to have clear instructions, what happens if it doesn't work out, I'm taking an oath, uh, you know, does this oath forever, is, it, is there no um, exemption from the oath, if, if, uh, if, they, if the girl refuses to come, so therefore, says the Gon, an unbelievable insight, says there are two types of expression of doubt in the Torah. There is ulai and there's pen. Pen is the English word lest. Lest this thing happen. It's a question it's a doubt. It also expresses doubt, but it's a doubt that I that I am afraid of. Whereas Ulai is a doubt that I yearn for, right? Ulai Yirachim, perhaps he will have mercy, perhaps, as opposed to pen is lest. And so with this, the Vilna Gon opens up the entire conversation that we see throughout the entire Chumash. Pen is lest, it's a doubt that is uh, a very negative doubt that I, that I, that I, Hope will not happen, and Ulai is from a language of Eli. I hope this will happen. Ulai, like Ulai Yirachim, like we said, as well as uh, many other instances. Um, for example, Ulai Abnami Mena, maybe I'll be built out through her, right? Perhaps I'll be built up through her. Ulai. Yisaponai, perhaps I will find grace. Ola yesh chamishim tzadikim, perhaps there are fifty tzadikim. So these are all languages of of uh, Eli. I hope this is the case. Now the Ksava Kabbalah brings that there are two kashas that are asked on this mahalach on the gon and on, and on the Ksava Kabbalah. From one from Yaakov Avinu with the fear that he expressed 
of going into his father Yitzchak to deceive him, to pretend to be Esav and to receive the brachas. So when Rivka tells Yaakov to go and do that, so he says, Ulayi avi. Perhaps my father will uh, hug me, he'll, 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 uh, he'll feel me, and he'll realize that I'm an imposter and he'll curse me. So there we see that the language of Ulai appears to be used uh, not in a desirable way. It's not a hope that this is going to happen, that he's going to get cursed. On the contrary, he's very much afraid of it. Additionally, with Eov, it says, Ulai uh, Perhaps my children uh, cursed Hashem in their hearts. So therefore, I'm going to bring a chatas, I'm going to bring an offering uh, to atone for them. So again, this is not something that Eov wishes for, but it's something that he's afraid of. And yet we're using the language of, of Ulai. So Lachaira, the answer that the Gon is saying of the distinction between Ulai and Pen is a good distinction when there's nothing that we can do either way. I have two ways to look at it. I can look at the cup as being half full or I can look at the cup as being half empty. If that's the case, so then which one do I take on? Well, the one that I prefer, right? So that would be a lie. I hope this way. In both of these cases with Yaakov Avinu and with Eov, not only is it a suffix, but Yaakov is saying, and therefore I'm not going to go. He's saying to Rivka, I'm afraid this is going to happen, therefore I'm not going to go. So he's actually taking on one of these dudes. He's not leaving it as a suffix. He's, he's uh, saying that perhaps this will happen and I'm going to assume that this will happen and therefore I'm not going to go. So then to a certain extent there is a lie. I mean, even though he, it's an undesirable result, he doesn't wish for this to happen, but he thinks this is very possibly what will happen if he does go and therefore he doesn't want to. So it's not simply a lest this happen, but it's more than that. He's actually taking this to be the side that he's kind of, he's siding on this. He's siding a lie. It is to me plausible this way. So when, when, uh, it's, it's just an overall suffix out in there, you know, maybe it will rain. So then it depends. If you're afraid of rain, you say pen, lest it rain. If you are a farmer and you're hoping it will rain, so you say, Ulai, perhaps, uh, perhaps it will rain. But if you're actually uh, doing something about it, you say, I'm going to take my raincoat, I'm going to take my umbrella, because perhaps it will rain. So then, it's, it's appropriate, the language of Ulai. Whereas, back to Eliezer over here, being that he is going, so he should have said, pen, lest. He's not taking a precaution against it, He's on the contrary. He's still he's going with the fact that they will come, so he just wants to know what will you know let let this happen. And it turns out that here we can add an unbelievable insight into the psyche, similar to what we said that Eliezer now all of a sudden realized what had been happening, what he had been hoping for, what he had been wishing for. So we have also. I mean, he, he just asked you know, a simple question. He just asked, listen, if, if they refuse to come, then 
then should I bring him over there? Or perhaps, um, you know, maybe my daughter could marry him. So he said, no, no. Avram said, no, don't do that, right? That's what transpired. But now Eliezer understands that it was a lie. This was something that I, I was hoping this way. Yeah, and and therefore, that's why he was asking the question. That's why he was even thinking it to begin with. Like the Maral told us, it shouldn't have even been the question to begin with. So all these things coming together, that first of all, he shouldn't ask the question to begin with. Second of all, the way that he asked the question was Ulai, perhaps, which means he kind of wishes that this will happen. And then finally, at the end, when it dawns on him that this is what happened, and then he expresses that to Basul and his family and saying, this is what I was hoping, I was hoping you would say no, that I should give away my daughter to him, to, to Yitzchak, and, and through doing that, on the contrary, by uh, revealing that about himself, he actually helps to facilitate the Shidduch as a mysterious nefesh, uh, being uh, a, a true Evid to Avraham. This is we something we can all learn from our own motives, our own desires, when perhaps it's raining or, or thundering outside, uh, maybe. Is the question, is Seder going to be cancelled tonight? Is learning going to be cancelled? Is my Harusa not going to show up? Is that a, is that a pen? Is that a ulai? Is it, which, which, what am I hoping for? Uh, if, if there's a chesed to be done, uh, I remember, I remember going through this back and forth. I, I signed up for a bone marrow bank and I was contacted for, for, for a donation. And this it could be assumed to be a yid, almost certainly, that needed the bone marrow transplant. And uh, so they asked me to continue follow up, bring more, uh, give uh, more blood, etc., to, to get the ball rolling. And there was a chance that it wouldn't work out. And I remember thinking, is it a pen, lest it not work out? Or is it an ulai, perhaps it won't work out? And this is something that, that that I had to work on, to try to think about. Unfortunately, I wasn't Zoha. Uh, and perhaps that was because there was not enough of a pen. There's still some ulai involved. It's a scary thing to have one's bone marrow taken out of their bones. But it's a tremendous opportunity to help a fellow Yid so, something that we should always be asking ourselves and working on, there's always a possibility we're not going to get to do a mitzvah. The question is, how do I relate to that possibility? Do I relate to it as a pen, or am I relating it to it as an ulai? Wishing you all a wonderful Shabbos.